0: Evening, everybody. So let's uh, let's learn a little bit tonight. Uh, just uh, as a public service announcement for anyone, any fans of Rabbi Y Y Jacobson. Oh, Daniel Bloom. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. So for for any uh, fans of Rabbi Y Y Jacobson, he is speaking in my shul tonight. You can catch it on the live stream. Uh, Ezra Hashem at eight thirty uh, at uh, charity. dot slash bknw. We're live streaming it. So if uh, you're fans of that. And uh, you're welcome to join any of the uh, shiurim that are being live-streamed for our Chanukah Sabayis. So uh, tonight, okay, tonight uh, we're going to discuss a shiloh or two, as always. So here are the two shilohs I got this week. Um... I got another one that I thought was very interesting, but I think it's too similar to a Shiloh we had recently, so I'm going to go with these two. Okay, Uh, one Shiloh we got was as follows. My wife teaches at a preschool out of the New York area, and a small minority of the teachers and students are not Shomer Shabbos. This week, the school came up with a great idea for a Pesach project. Let's have the kids take grapes, put them in a plastic bag, and make their own grape juice. Wonderful, except for the Stam issues. I told my wife she should ask the school POSIC before participating, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Meaning, if you have a bunch of non from kids making wine, uh, then you're helping them. So, is that a violation of uh, Stam Yenam in, uh, in any way? Um, and, and all the factors that that involves. Is grape juice... And he wrote down, he wrote me in the email, uh, everything he could think of. Is grape juice an issue of Stam Yenam? Do non from Jews create Stam Yenam? Do children create uh, Stam Yenam? Uh, and if so, is this a violation of Lifney Iver, particularly on the Dal Reisel level, because these are kids, they can't do it without the Mora's help. So uh, does that make it uh, worse? So that is Shiloh number one. Shiloh number two, I got a, uh, a WhatsApp the other day. My mother has a set of dishes that belonged to her late mother. They were the, in quotes, good dairy dishes. That is, a set of china used for dairy chametz on special occasions, mainly Yom Tov. The dishes have not been used in at least 30 years and have been sitting packed away in my parents' garage almost the entire time. My mother, who has rarely, who has a rarely used set of dairy china of her own, wants to know whether she can somehow convert her mother's dishes to Pesach dairy dishes. While not tremendously expensive, there is significant sentimental value, and the dishes will likely be given away or thrown out if they cannot be converted. So that is Shaila number two. So uh, let's use the uh, chat feature to vote on which Shaila we'd like to talk about. Uh, so we either have the kids with the Stam Yenam, or we have the uh, dairy uh, Pesach dishes. Okay, no one's in Pesach mode yet. Okay, so <laughs> we're going with Shaila number one. Fantastic. It is a unanimous vote. Was Shaila number two, really not interesting? Okay, we'll do that some other time. It'll be a time in Allah maybe. Okay, so let's go with, uh, with Shailah number one. Um, so the, uh, the as the, the person who sent me the question himself identified... There are several issues over here, but let's just do a basic introduction to the Isser of Stam Yenam, and then uh, based on that, we'll, uh, we'll then uh, attack the, the particular issues of this case. So there is an Isser of intermarriage, right? That we know. that You're not allowed to marry a non-Jew. Uh, the Ramah quotes from Ramban, that when a Jewish man marries a non-Jewish woman, it is yeharig Val Yavor. Uh, if it's the other way, a Jewish woman with a non-Jewish man, it happens to not be yeharig Val Yavor, but it's obviously Oser. There there used to be a milligan. Europe, that they would sit Shiva uh, in the former case, but not in the latter case, meaning the case of a Jewish man with a non-Jewish woman, but not in the other way. And and the reason for that is Pretty straightforward because uh, it's the end of the line. Meaning, if you have a Jewish man marrying a non-Jewish woman, it means the children are not going to be Jewish. So there was like a specially, uh, um, you know, it's, a, it's 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 even more sad um, to to have in that way. And therefore, they used to sit shiva because it's the end of the line of the yichus of uh, of that family. Someone actually emailed me yesterday or texted me a uh, question said, "Is it a mitzvah of kiddush Hashem?" For someone who has an obviously Jewish last name, um, but is not halachically Jewish, uh, to stand up against anti-Semitism and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and and talk about the value of Shabbat meals and whatever, is that, a, uh, is that a mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem, or do you say that, no, he's a non-Jew, he's not mitzvah in Kiddush Hashem, but the whole world sees him as a Jew, so cloppy the world, he's a Jew. So I said, it's nice to see that you're a follower of the New England Patriots. This was, uh, for those who are not uh, following what's going on in the in, uh, I was going to say the world, but in uh, whatever, in the sports world, I guess, there was a, uh, an athlete that said a very not nice uh, word about uh, Jews. Uh, he referred to Jewish people by a very not nice word. Uh, and this, this is the part I don't really fully get about the story. While he was live streaming, not a Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson sheer, but while he was live streaming himself playing video games. Uh, I want to know who the people are. I don't want to know who the people are that watch other people play video games. Um, so anyway, so while, so, and apparently enough people, uh, saw it or heard it, that it became a whole scandal. So Julian Edelman of the New England Patriots, who is not Jewish because his mother is not Jewish, uh, sent a message to this fellow that, uh, I understand that you're not a bad guy. You're just totally ignorant. Next time I come down to Florida, let's have a Shabbat meal together. So, uh, so that, that was the, uh, you know, something to that, uh, to that extent. So, okay. But anyway, but back, back. Back to us. So, Rav Hashanah used to tell us that, that in Tannersville there was a girl from Borough Park who ultimately married a non-Jewish man but was continuing to use the mikveh and the mikveh lady in uh, Albany where she lived didn't allow her to use the mikveh anymore because it was like she was married to a non-Jew so she started coming to Tannersville so um, uh, so you know uh, they, at first it was just a rumor that uh, she was married to a non-Jew so Rav Hashanah you don't have to you don't have to uh, believe the rumors, you can let her use the mikvah, but once she told the mikvah lady that it's true, then they, they stopped letting her use the mikvah. It's very, very sad that uh, it's uh, to see what people hold on to and don't hold on to. But anyway, uh, it's Yarg Val we assume, and due to that, the Chum introduced three surim that are dafgar there to prevent intermarriage. There's the issue of Bisholakum, um, some of the Chachme Chazal actually thought Bisholakum was Daraisa, so that's an indication that clearly Bisholakum is a very early Dindarabanan, meaning if in the Gemara there's a hava meaning that it's Daraisa, it means they didn't remember when it started. So it was really old. It's a very early dindrabanan. Then there's an Isra of pasakum. Akum. Uh, we happen to be in Mekel Pas Palter, and uh, just during Aser Simei Tshuva, Machmir, but that's pasakum. Then there's an Isra of, of, of Yayin from a non-Jew, because it might lead to intermarriage. That's the Isra, because it might lead to intermarriage. Now, to prevent intermarriage, they really only had to Aser at pishtiyah. But once they're anyway making a Gzeira against the Yayin, they chose to make it Aser also, because the... Uh, that sometimes someone would be menasseh lavodazara. Every once in a while, someone would pour wine Zara and it wasn't common, it wasn't common enough to make a xerid against it on account of the concern that they might be menasseh lavodazara. But since it's, uh, it, it did happen once in a while, and they were making gzaira against the yayin anyway because of uh, because because of the, the conservative intermarriage so they just made it uh, they made the gezera uh, with an israhana um to account for the uh, the khashash of being minasik level also so it's it's such an unlikely khashash that it never would have been the basis of its own independent gzaira. but it's a good enough add on to to the other gezera if you have wine that's manufactured by Jews and a non-Jew handles the wine, so we also ask for it. If the non-Jew actually had been Minasik, the wine it of would, Avodazara, it would really be Asabana. So there are four things related to Avodazara that are Asabana. There's the actual Avodazara, there's the Noy Avodazara, like the jewelry of the Avodazara, there's the Tashmish Avodazara, like the frying pan where they burn the incense, and then there's the Chakrovus whatever whatever's offered as a gift Avodazara. The Noy Avodazara and Mishamsh Avodazara are subject to bittel of a Nahri, meaning if says i am here by mevatalit it is no longer my avodah so good it's his uh he's allowed to do that um the the uh the 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 the, the things that are asr bana the bit will make bana. so the actual idol the noi and the tashmisha can all become muterbana if a non-jew is mevatalit. but is asr uh not because of what what will be takrovis is asr because of its of its history, and not not its future. So being mevatel, it won't help because it already was a tekroves avodazara. So even a nachri can't be mevatel, a tekroves avodazara. So anyway, this is the Isra of Stam, of Stam Yenam. Dark Yichuva writes that when Catholics use wine in their religious ceremonies, they believe that after they say their hocus-pocus, that the wafer becomes uh, the flesh of Yeshu, and the wine becomes his blood. So uh, you're not allowed to mention the name of an avodazara if the name is given Shame, the name Jesus was before he became uh, so it's mutter to say Jesus you don't have to say Yeshu but anyway, the wine becomes the Avodazara Atzma in such a case, meaning if they're really using it in that sense, so then it becomes Avodazara Atzma so the Bittal would help, because if it were takrovas avod you can't do bittel because you can't do bittel on that which was already to of But if they believe that the wine is the avodazara, that it becomes the the blood of uh, of, of Jesus, so then it's uh, then it becomes the avodazara atzma, which you would think is worse, but ironically, it actually helps. Now that's as far as so good. So that's the basic background to the yisur. So we have an yisur that uh, wine that's produced by a non-Jew is uh, is is usur. The original of stam yenum was really only for intermarriage um and, and, and should have only been if manufactured by a non Jew and should really be only Yusubashia. But remember we said that because they were already making an Isr of, 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 of Stam of uh because of uh, of intermarriage, they threw in a whole bunch of Khumras that relate to Avodazara, like the HaNa'a. So uh in the, the, in addition to that they also the uh the, the Isra of Stam Yenam was also any wine that wasn't just manufactured by a non-Jew, but wine that was uh, poured by a non-Jew as well. In the of of you're not allowed to use Yain Mevushal. So the same uh, with Dam. If you cook Dam, it can no longer be considered for Zrik al So that's why Ashkenazim paskin that if you cook Dam, it's mutter because it's not defined as Dam anymore. The Yisra of Achilles Dam is only for the blood that could be used as, for Zrik al So the same is true when it comes to Yain. Yain, that's Mevushal, is not included in the Yes, sir, because it would not be, it's not, it doesn't really have a shame yayin, because it would not be misnasech on, on the mizbech. There's no chashash uh, nisuch. So we're makel with yayin vushel, provided that a Jew manufactured the wine. Meaning... Keep in mind, there are two Isurim over here. There's the manufacturing issue, which is uh, an intermarriage issue. And then there's uh, the handling the wine issue, which is an Avodazara issue. So if you have Yayin Mivushal, that takes care of the Avodazara issue. It doesn't really take care of the uh, marriage issue. So even Yayin Mivushal only helps if the wine is manufactured by a Jew. So let's say a person wants to suggest that uh, that that any wine that's, uh, that's pasteurized, any grape juice that's pasteurized, is automatically Mavushul. It doesn't help if it's a non-Jewish wine. That only helps for uh, for a Jewish wine. So that's an important uh, idea. There was a conservative, Rav Schechter pointed out, when there was a conservative... Uh, uh, um, a rabbi that quoted a Sarama that uh, he claimed was mater yayin of a guy that was mavushal. And Rav Salvechik, when they asked Rav Salvechik, what are you, taina? you know, they say that you can get non-kosher wine as long as it's mvushel, and pasteurizing is bishel so you can buy non-kosher wine. So Rav Salvechik laughed at it. He said, it's so absurd, it's uh, ridiculous. That's not at all what the Chuvasarama Sarama says, right? You can't, you can't possibly say such a thing. Um, the, the, uh, okay, I don't want to get into too many, uh, details over here. Um, in, in this case over here, it's not mavushal, it's, it's grape juice. They're just taking grapes and they're crushing the grapes. These children in the class are crushing the grapes and making, uh, grape juice. So, uh, the, the idea that grape juice is, uh, Stamienam, um, is 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 true? Grape juice can be called stamyenum. It doesn't have to have alcoholic content, but it only becomes stamyenum at a certain point in the process. Meaning, it doesn't automatically become stamyenum. The Shulchan Aruch writes in Siman Kuf Chav Gimel in Yerideya. I have my Shulchan Aruch over here. Shulchan Aruch writes in Siman Chav Gimel that Im Nimso Khavis Yain Shin Schamitz Achim Vabea Khim Sala, the Tok Sloshi Yam Mafreya Nagabov in Lokshmago uh no that's not it. um i he writes ah uh, uh yeah that you know, it's only once the Khartsanim and the Zagim uh, when the sediment is removed and the uh, from from the grapes, meaning when you crush grapes, there's a lot of junk there. It's not it's just crushed grapes. It's not really grape juice yet. So it's only when you remove the stuff from uh, from the grapes, only then does it does it take on the status of yayin. So in the crushed grape stage, it's not going to be a problem at all of uh, of stamienum, even if they had the capacity to be able to make stamienum. So if you have the if the way they were doing this is they were having a bunch of kids put grapes in a bag, in a plastic bag, <laughs> excuse me, and then and crushing the grapes while they're in the bag, you haven't done anything yet. There is definitely, at that point, there's no Stam Yenam. There is, now, it's, it's important to remember over here, all these kids are Jewish. These aren't uh, non-Jewish people. So that's where the Shulchanach comes in. dalit sivches. <laughs> the Shulchanach writes, Mashuch or orlaso, ena osay If a person uh, undid his bris mila, his mashuch ba orlaso, so that doesn't necessarily mean that his wine is going to be yaiynesach. Because um, the the shach points out over there in Sivkat niddalid the libal that uh, that the idea of making yainesach has nothing to do with mila it has to do with whether he's an of the zara so the person shenimshchhar lasso still might be libal shemayim and doesn't have a, is not an overdevil david zara but then says the shulchan umumar but if you have a Mumar, even if he has a brismila, then he makes the by touching the yain. but Fascinating, the Shulchan says, but if the guy says, Ah, oh, yeah, I was a Mumar, but that was yesterday. Since then, I've uh, turned over a new leaf. I've been shav Shuvah. I did Shuvah. So he's neman to say such a thing. And that's, a bit, the Shach points out that the Beis Yosef quotes from a Shibale that a Mumar that touches wine, and then he says afterwards, is Gayer Bein and hit er this was a Machlokas Rishonim. Can you believe a guy that says, yeah, it was a Moomer that touched wine, but now uh, but before I touched the wine, I did Tshuva. So I'm not a Moomer anymore. So the is Paskening like that cheetah that, that we believe that he was uh, that, he, that he was with B'tshuva. It's interesting because this, uh, what, we, what we see from here is that there is this sense, there is this idea that Tshuva helps in terms of Halacha down here, meaning you would think that Tshuva is purely a din in Shammayim, that if a Person does tshuva, so then uh, his din and shamayim is going to be different. He's going to, uh, he's going to, he's, he's going to uh, not have to go to Gehenna and will not be punished. But even here, even in this world, you see that Chuva that Chuva helps. That we know from other Gemaras also. The Gemara tells us in Mesecha Sanhedrin that if you have a person who's a who's a, who's a Russia and therefore is Pasol to the Gemara says, um is a Pasol, I'll Russia. Uh, with Darshan I'll touch his Russia aid. That you should not use a Russia as as an aid because russia is a puzzleula aid so what happens if the person does chuva is he then a kosher aid and the answer is yes I mean you might have thought well how do I know he did chuva how can I trust that he did chuva how do I know that tha-? no we assume that he becomes he taka becomes a kosher aid when he when he does chuva so there is no uh, automatic assumption that we're unable to judge chuva and over here you have such an application that a person says I did chuva so good we believe him that he that he that he did that he did chuva but over here, we're not dealing with that. We're dealing with non-religious people. So, but we're dealing with non-religious children, right? So non-religious people who are who have this din of a mumar can ask for yayin. The question is, do non-religious people today have the din of a mumar? So the popular thing to say is, no, never. That, uh, you know, based on the Chaznish, based on the Bidin that it's not possible that a non-religious person has the din of a mumar. There are too many taifas out there in the world. There are Tidak Shanishba. They're not really purely their fault they they were brought up in such a way sometimes uh, often that's the case it's probably not always that that's the case so uh but generally speaking i think people do are are Mahmir when it comes to yayin even when uh, non- from people who's very nogea pesach time a lot of times uh, people want to be makbid that the wine that they use for the Dalit Kosos should be yayin that's royal is, and one of the Chumras that people have is not to use yayin mevushal for the Seder but also another thing that a lot of people have at their Seder is extended family and sometimes there's the cousin, the niece the nephew or whoever that's, uh, that's, dating, or that's dating or married or themselves is a non-religious, uh, non-religious Jew or sometimes even a non-Jew that should not happen, you shouldn't have that but a non-religious Jew, so, uh, so that's a shayla, Whether you can have uh, you're going to have wine at the table that people are going to be pouring. That's uh, probably not worth the chumrah of, uh, of of uh, of, of non-mevushal wine if, uh, if people are going to be pouring. And some of the people are non-religious. I think the uh, the is that we try to be machbin about that. So generally speaking, if uh, if, if a, a non-from Jew does have the capacity to asr, what about children? Do children have the capacity to asser wine? So Shulchanarch in Yerodeus in Mukhovchav Dalit Si'if Aleph writes, Tinok akum, Sheeno maskera avodos kuchavim umisham sheha, Eeno oser yayin bimagao elabishtia. Mm. So it it's, it's it's it seemed like we were in a good position over there. He says a tinok akum. If you have a child who's an akum that doesn't mention the shame of Avodah Zara and the Mishamshe she Avodah doesn't aser b'magao ella only with drinking. Um, the the uh, uh, and, and the the shach writes that based on a gemara Avodah Zara nuzayin afilu tinok ben yomo also yainesach so Yasu's asks, but not uh, not Bahana'a. So how do we define what's called a child in in such a case? Meaning by by uh, Yisraelim, we know bar mitzvah. You become bar mitzvah. Is there such a thing by a bar mitzvah by a guy? Do, do you say that when a non-Jew becomes thirteen that he's a bar mitzvah now? Now he's not a tinoch anymore. Now he's a gadol. Now he's not a katan anymore. So the Tazov here writes for this halacha, certainly not. He says b'tur kasav de mikri gadol sheyodei abetiv avodos that a Godel is defined as someone who understands Avodah Zarah and Meshamsheh Avodah Zarah that he's always mentioning Avodah and Meshamsheh Avodah where does that come from Well, uh, over there in the Tosefta doesn't say the word Bepiv but it's the same idea that Zohar means not that he says it that he they, but just but he thinks about the Avodah Says the Taz. <laughs> he says the word "bepiv" is 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 critical over here. The, the Gemara tells us in Kesubis. He gives the Taz gives a mashal. He says the Gemara tells us in love, <laughs> The end of the sentence is that if someone who does nivel pe right and he's mozi dover nivalemi piv does not mean saying the however many words you're still not allowed to say on uh, television is probably probably none, but whatever it is. It does not It does not mean uh, that uh, the saying not nice words that uh, that you were told as a child that those are not nice words. That's how a nivilpe means. nivilpe I mean that might also be nivilpe but nivilpe means to speak about matters of intimacy in a public setting, to uh, speak about non sanuah things. How do I know that? Because it's that Kemar and Ksuvah. gemara so and ksuvah says that everybody knows what's going to be happening with the Chassam and after they get married after she enters the chuppah that there's gonna be an intimate relationship. El Piv. piv. But if someone is Minavel as Piv, and he's mozi a or Dover or dover Maguna me piv, then I feel even if he had a she a Gzardin shall shivim him shun a Nepachalov the A Gzardin of seventy years for the good turns for the bad. That's how strong we are about Nivel pev. But says the is a beautiful insight. He says, near a Perusho, the ate that it's coming to be maitel for i nivelpe below kivul sometimes you say certain words that might sound like they would be nivelpe but you don't mean anything by it okay hiskir bekafulashon not only hamenavolus piv but shimotsu dover nivelami piv that not only that you said the word but that you said the word intentionally to to mean something that was crass and unbecoming bekafulo uberazon <speaking in Spanish> so says the Taz, I'm going to make a zustel. And I'll tell you the same is going to be true when it comes to Ilchas Avodazara, when it comes to Ilchas Yayin Nesach, What kind of child are we talking about that can actually Asr Yayin? Says the Taz, not just someone who happens to say the name of an Avodazara, but he's Motzi Kavana. but someone who's a Zokher Kane Shem Avodazara, Kavana, Kavanah, Lira'ah, if he doesn't have any negative. Kavana maskir means that you're focused on really saying this and uh, that's what the ta' suggests. So if you have a child, let's say, who just because of the house he grew up in, he says the shame of an avodazar every time he stubs his toe. He says, oh, whatever, Yashka, whatever. you know, uh, every time he stubs his stove, he's two years old, he doesn't even know what the words mean. <laughs> Someone told me once that when they were a young child, they were brought to uh, to meet Pam. the father was a Talmud of Rapam and they were, the kid was like four years old or something, and uh, and and the kid uh, spilled something or I don't know hurt himself on the way in and he screams out oh mm, he, uh, like right right and the father's like oh my gosh it wasn't me I think the mother the mother curses a lot like so 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 the kid has no idea what he's saying he's just uh, he's just uh, I'm saying a word it doesn't mean anything to him so it says the Taz, when even though he's he's being a zar, that's not called being maskishem avdizar being maskishem zar means he's uh, he's mature enough to understand what it. uh, what it actually means. So it, it would seem um, that a child does have the capacity, but he's got to be old enough to be. But we're dealing with a double thing over here. First of all, he's a Jew, and non from Jews only if he's a mumar is a problem. Second of all, he's a kid, and only a kid who's maskeh of al Shulchan Aruch never talks about a non from kid. Right? Never talks about it. So, Pashtus is, Pashtus is, there's nothing to talk about with a non-Frum kid. Because well, what's the whole discussion with a non-Frum Jew? That maybe he's a Mumar. And not just a Tino shanishba. Why don't we give him the, uh, the pass of being a tinoch Shanishba and say, oh, you're good because you're a Tinok Shanishba. Why can't we give him the pass on that? Because uh, we, we don't know always that a person is, uh, is not to blame. Sometimes he was raised in the most beautiful from home and was only uh, given uh, holy uh, experiences. And still he became uh, a Mumar, right? And he, uh, and he went totally in the other direction. But a tinoch. A Tino has to be a Tino kshinishba. meaning if, if, if it is literally a child who's being raised in a non-religious home, so, uh, so so he's a, he's, he's got to be a Tino Kshinishba. Um, what, yellow Shinishba is a higher level? What do you mean by that? Definitively, as opposed to a Tino. Yeah, I think Tino, tino just means a kid. I don't right. know. Right. Yeah. You're saying a Tino not, might not really count like that. Whatever. They're definitely not a Mumar. Right. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Right? When, when you have an actual child, he's definitely not, not a Mumar. You can't be more, more machmir on the children than you would be on the adults. An adult who's a would not would not make Stam Yenam. So it's hard to imagine that a child who's, who's you know, would make Stam Yenim. It, it just doesn't make sense. But the kids are going to be bringing it home, and you're sending it home with them, and the parents might be a Mumar. So is there an issue to give Stam Yenam to a. Uh, uh, to, to, I mean, it's not Mavushal, you're not cooking it, so is it necessary uh, to give Stam Yenam to a Jew who's a, who's a Moomer, let's say? So Pashtus is not, right? Pashtus is not for several reasons. First of all, if it's uh, um, right, we're talking about wine that's, be, that's been manufactured by a Jew, so we're not talking about wine that was manufactured by a non-Jew uh, but uh, Rav Moshe has a tshuva like this, right, that uh, what happens if I have non mavushal wine let's say I have non mavushal wine that over here it's not stamien. it's a non mavushal wine that I'm uh, going to give to everyone around my table, and one of the people around my table isn't religious, so the second he picks it up or pours it, you know, the wine that I provided, he's turned it into stamiena, right, uh, if he's a Moomer, and now he's drinking stamyenim, so I was machshil him to drink stamyenim. So says, no, it, it, it wasn't stamyenim before he had it. You can't you can't say that it's usur for a Moomer to drink wine, meaning a monk his uh, list of isurim is not drinking wine at all. Meaning every time he would drink wine, it automatically becomes stamyenim. So that. It's not shaykh that 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 he creates the Yisr for, for himself. I, I couldn't find the tshuva in Rav right before I didn't have time to look for it, but I'm pretty sure Rav has such a tshuva like that that you wouldn't say that it becomes. You know, it reminds me a little bit of uh, the discussion Poskim have uh, that if a person um, uh, if, if if a person uh, uh, is in, who's who uh, who is not religious, I think Rav Sternbach has this ha'ara, that would you say that a person who is not religious has violated the Yisr of eating before davening. Um, he doesn't daven. Is Right in the context of, uh, of he discusses it in the context of the truth of whether it's it's to take a taxi on molcah Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael uh, because the Israeli cab driver didn't say Avdallah. So you uh, 're doing malacha before Avdallah, and you're being machshelim in malacha before Avdallah. So what the post poskim say. It's not malacha before Avdallah. He's not going to say Avdallah. <laughs> you, know, you don't violate the issue of malacha before Abdullah unless there's a plan for Avdallah. I mean, you don't violate the issue of eating before davening unless there's a plan to daven. You're not going to say uh, so. It's his whole mahus is uh, lends itself. To this kind of situation. Okay, so long story short, I don't think there's a problem of the, the mora over here. It made for a nice discussion, but I don't think there's a problem for the mora p- to participate and uh, make such a program, and it's a lovely thing for the kids to do, to be able to bring home their own grape juice. I mean, they're going to force their parents to drink it, probably. That's going to be disgusting, but uh, <laughs> other than that, it's a very nice uh, very nice project to be mechanic with children in the inion of, uh, of Dalit Kosos. Okay, everyone have a wonderful evening, wonderful Shabbos. I do have to run because we have this program going on in my shul tonight, and there was someone knocking on my door the whole time during this year, <laughs> so I think they were looking for me. So, uh, everyone have a great night and a great Shabbos. Thank you. Thank you.